and welcome to another weekly edition of Web3 Weekly. I am Crypto Kenny. Thank you for being here. Love y'all. Um, let's do some quick housekeeping. If you guys are not currently uh, following Web3 Weekly, there is a follow button right down below. You can hit on hit that. Uh, jump throw on notifications as we do put out sometimes some uh, some uh, YouTube shorts on specific things going on in the market. You don't want to miss those things. So subscribe. Uh, and, and put the notifications on there to take advantage of that. Here at Web3 Weekly, we do weekly uh, long content uh, podcasts with interesting projects in the space, new and upcoming uh, technology inside the NFT space. We also do once a month, we do a, uh, a market update. Um, it's going to be interesting doing our market update on this one here uh, this month, uh, the month of November, because it has been a crazy month uh, so far, and we're just halfway through. Um, we also do educational content from time to time. Today, I have uh, with uh, me today, and I'm, I'm super excited to to get to know uh, these guys. They are two of the team members of NAFL's uh, NFT project. Um, NAFL's is doing something very, very interesting in the space, and they're attacking a big problem that we've seen over the last 24 months uh, in the NFT space. Um, I'm not going to front run them, but it's going to be a super interesting uh, discussion that we have today about, uh, you know, one of my personal favorite topics, which is the emergence of new NFT technology and utility. So you're going to want to hear this. Lastly, if you have not seen or been subscribed to Web3 Weekly and uh, you haven't checked out any of our videos thus far, obviously watch this video through. When you get done with that, I would also recommend our uh, previous episode, which is uh, was uh, last week, which was with um, Worlds Beyond. They had a, had a big uh, launch about a week and a half, two weeks ago, um, doing really well. We got an interview and some, and some uh, sneak peek footage of them beforehand, so that was a really cool uh, – project we also the, the very last video that we did uh was scrapyard i'll put a link up here you can check them out um we were talking about gaming projects in the space uh we touched on the development of uh, of uh games on mobile apps and how the the bridging of the of web2 gamers is uh is going to really help the adoption in the space we covered several topics uh the marketing of games in this down market uh so it was a very interesting uh uh uh, a segment so definitely go back and check that all right so without further ado i will introduce to you today seth and jay i'm going to let them introduce themselves and what they do inside of naffles and then we will jump right into it so sam jay thank you very much for being on the podcast let us know who you guys are what you do inside the project and let's talk about naffles hey thanks buddy really appreciate that uh, i just want to start off saying you know as i said to you before that you guys are everyone who's listening here is uh, and watching is early to Naples. Um, we're really just getting things going. And, and uh, I really, my job here is I'm just the sidekick to the CEO and the CTO, who's Jay. Um, so I'll, I'm going to let him take uh, the real intro here and, and sort of outline this project for you. But uh, thrilled to talk to you. And uh, I hope that we can provide some, some value to your listeners. Hey there. Thanks for the uh, intro, Seth and uh, Kenny. Um, yeah, as Seth mentioned, uh, so I'm the CEO and CTO of uh, Naffles. Um, it's a project we've been building for uh, for a while now, since uh, October of last year, um, when you know, all the NFT metal was really firing up. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, like, so uh, Naffles in, in 
in essence, is a uh, NFT raffle marketplace. Um, and it, you know, it was built to allow um, a fair um, a, a fair opportunity for anyone to get in on uh, NFTs that they've been uh, eyeing up and just couldn't afford. And at the same time, it allowed uh, uh, NFT uh, owners or essentially bag holders to uh, to profit on um, uh, on NFTs um, in a way that's not linked to the floor price, and it allows them to uh, to disconnect the value of of an NFT from the floor price. Hey um, Kenny. Oh, sorry, Jay. Kenny, when you started off there, you said, uh, you know, the, the major problem in the NFT space right now. So what what in your eyes is, is that? Well, I think that, uh, well, there's there's quite a few problems in the NFT space now. We're obviously a super early developing market. I mean, we're only a few years old necessarily. But I think one of the biggest problems is the is the lack of liquidity in the space. Um, I think that we're, we're we are stuck to one option basically now, which is OpenSea. We've had competitors, but we do, there's not really more options than that. Whenever anyone says a floor price, they mean whatever the OpenSea floor's price is. Um, we we I, I think one of the other big big problems is is that we we measure NFT collections based off of you know these these floor prices and rarity rankings, and it's it's very difficult to have options as far as how you. Uh, can liquidate or purchase or monetize your NFTs. So that was what I was kind of referring to with you guys, because you guys really attack that in a very interesting way, um, and uh, and I, I think that's interesting. Now we'll talk we'll talk a little bit more here, a, f- a little further down the line about some other problems. Uh, I personally think the NFT space has. I'm sure you guys could probably uh, will probably chime in on that also. But uh, but I really like I, I I think that the most interesting thing to me is that you guys are providing or you know you know producing a platform right now. That I mean, to my understanding, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, that that you're allowing a individual to not only a, the, the, a seller to go on and choose how and at what price they want to to offload their NFT, but you're also giving options to buyers that you know a buyer that will you know not be able in any reality to afford a a large you know blue chip nft the potential to buy you know fractionalized tickets of that nft and potentially pick up one for next you know for just a, a very small amount so i think that's really interesting um how you guys have set that up and i've got quite a few questions for it but but i'll uh i'll, I'll kind of fire these in sequence so we don't get too convoluted Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think you nailed it. Obviously, liquidity problem right now, not only a matter of, you know, being in the bear market, but also considering that, you know, we're really trading uh, high value NFTs amongst a very small group of people. So you're absolutely right. The idea of bringing in new users who don't have necessarily the equity to buy into these high profile projects will now have an opportunity to potentially uh, win a way in for, you know, fractions of the the, the costs that you, you do see on other marketplaces. So I'm glad that you uh, saw that and brought that up. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's, a, I think it's a big point because I don't think a lot of people think about it in NFT trading because there's almost like tiers through the NFT market, right? Because the, the you have these higher end blue chip NFTs, you know, a dozen projects or so that really have almost the same user base, right? You have you have these these people that can afford to drop, you know, 40, 50, 60 ETH on these like larger pro these larger high end projects. And they're really just recycling funds most of it, right? Like if you look at the at the Board Ape Yacht Club holder list, I mean besides for a few celebrities, I mean th- those guys are just recycling the, the users, right? They sell, they buy, they sell, they buy, um, which is fine. I mean, that it, it, it's an open market. Things can be can be done, but there has to be some way 
to interject new users into these these collections that they want to grow. And a lot of those have, have used, you know, the the option of, of creating, you know, lower level collections and stuff like that. But let's be honest. I mean, like who, who's in the NFT space? I mean, it, it's probably 90 percent of collectors dreams to be able to, to own a, a, you know, a. A, a a board ape or a mutant ape or a or a you know crypto punk or a world of women original you know something like that and uh and it would be i think it's really interesting that you guys are are working on providing the option to where we can get some you know average everyday people um holding these collections and kind of like spice up the variety of holders in, in these collections i think it's a very interesting concept yeah you nailed it we're trying to do it in an inexpensive way for them and also it has to be very easy to onboard those new users. 100%. And, and before we get into the, the first couple questions I wanted to ask you guys, I wanted to mention also, it's it's very interesting. And one of the things that, that made me super interested in you guys is, so uh, so the pro, one of the projects that I've, I've found at Alpha Mutants, that we, we do something similar, not nearly on the level that you guys are doing, but with the same concept, right? So our concept was that we wanted to provide people that, you know, obviously don't have uh you know that no, their normal eth balance in their wallet is is normally less than an eth right like they just they they, they mint and they trade and, and they're you know they're trying to do something in the space but that's what it is so we actually sponsor once a month we do what we call a a, a mega raffle and we put up you know ticketing um like you guys do to purchase tickets and un unlike just putting up a, 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 an nft we actually um uh take the the gross from the tickets and we purchase a couple blue chip NFTs and then raffle those off. So if someone buys like an $8 ticket um, to get in and potentially from that one $8 ticket, they could win, you know, a, a higher end NFT. So I, I, I like, I like the philosophy behind that. I like the idea of, of giving um, people that are very active in the space, but they just don't have the liquidity yet um, a chance to jump into some of these bigger projects. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Excellent. I mean, not only, we not only want to bring people in to new communities, but, you know, the other thing about this is we've all seen raffles, in, you know, in our real lives and, and these companies that are turning huge profits, raffling off vehicles, houses, that sort of thing. But the profits are going to the company. Right. So the idea behind raffles is is not to be this company that's going to be uh, taking all that profit for ourselves, but to put the profit back in the NFT holders hands and the sellers hands. So um, we're trying to provide that that service for them, which is a bit of a different uh, technique that we haven't seen so far. Yes, for sure. And I think that's important because, you know, one of the biggest problems we're seeing currently, I mean, it's not a problem, it's a reflection of the of the market and the macro scene, but but uh, you know, there there's there's been decreasing liquidity in the NFT space for, you know, months now, right? I mean, what we're we're talking the last 12, 14 months, there's been li decreasing liquidity in the space and we've seen a lot of churn right? Just a lot of people selling one project to buy another, to buy another, to buy another. Um, so like the volumes on OpenSea are just, you know, the fractions of what they were, you know, 12 months ago. So I think that, that we all as projects, whether we're, we're specifically in, you know, the space that you guys are in, the niche that you guys are in or not, we all need to be thinking of ways of, you know, how do we get new users onboarded? And, and how do we, you know, how do we bring new money into the space as opposed to just regurgitating the same money over and over again, right? And I think there's a lot of ways to attack that, but I think that, that what you guys are doing is, is a very interesting way to, to attack that. So that, that kind of leads into my first question, which is 
can you guys give me like like tell me how like how long you've been working on development uh, of Naffles and, and and like how the project the idea for the project really came to be in the first place like what where was the conception uh, and when did that happen? Sure, um, I'll take this one. Um, uh, I guess um, you know I've been in the NFT space uh, probably just over a year, like a, like a lot of people here, yeah, right? Um, and um, you know it was really quite popular mid mid last year, going in towards the end of the year. Um, I was lucky enough to to meet myself into uh, Neo Tokyo as well. Um, and you know, the, the access that we got through there was just insane. You know, like the, there was white lists all over the place and, um, you know, you, you start getting into the hype of all these entities, um, you know, you all, all these projects and, and you, you start thinking, you know, most of these are going to be long-term holds and, um, you know, they're, they're all going to be, uh, moonshots. So, so you buy in. And you know you you watch these these prices just just rocket right you know you, you've got multiples of, of your mid price and you get a bit excited and you tell yourself you know you, you you're going to take profit soon right you, you're going to do it um, and by the time you kind of convince yourself to do it the the floor prices started dropping um, and then there's just a mad rush to you know, all these people undercutting each other um and just you know the, the floor price starts plummeting right then and usually I'm, I'm sitting there um you know kind of with my uh my face in my hand realizing that i've missed the top um and you know you start convincing yourself that um you know yeah look i'm, I'm in it for the art or uh, i'm in it for the technology or you know it, it's a long-term hold it's it's going to come good but you know, honestly, I'm I'm dying a little bit inside at uh, how how silly I've been, right? And you end up being a bit of a bag holder. And um, it you know, it's happened a few times, and to the point where you know, I started thinking that there's you know, a lot of these projects, um, you know, that they, they do have a lot more value than what their floor price reflects. Um, and for me, I was trying to figure out a way that you could literally disconnect the the floor price from the value of the project you know what people think the thing is worth whether on a long-term uh basis or you know some utility or, or whatever they can get out of it right um and there just wasn't like a clear model uh for for doing that um but then i, I kind of um stumbled on um well i kind of just remembered this model that I, i'd seen um around and it's the yeah uh, like if you're traveling you you know go through airports and, and a lot of shopping centers happen as well but you know the the supercar um uh the supercars that you see in airports where they're selling tickets the raffle tickets uh -huh. um and you know those are big businesses that that are doing that. You know they'll buy these raffle uh, these uh, supercars for you know a few hundred thousand dollars, but they'll they'll sell millions uh, in tickets, right? Um, before they uh, run the raffles. Um, and I just thought, yeah, it, that was kind of like bulb moment. I was like, well, why why can't we do that with NFTs? Um, uh, and to be honest, if people were already doing it with NFTs, right? But they were they were running the auctions for them, uh, the the raffles for themselves. But for me, it was about you know why can't we just make this available to to everyone? Yeah, you know, you know um, it, it you know I I could see 
myself using something like that on both sides of the equation, right? So where, you know, I'd, I'd be able to win a, a board eight or, you know, if I've got um, some of my bags, um, I could probably offload them for more than the, the floor price. The people who still wanted to get in, they just didn't want to, you know, they just didn't want to pay the, the current price that it was worth and definitely not the the top that, that I'd already missed, right? Yep. So that was kind of, that was the, the concept of, of um, how Naples came about. Um, and and then, you know, I just kind of started looking around, doing a bit of research um, and um, started, you know, um, uh, figuring out how I was going to build it. Um, and so that, that kind of all came about towards the end of October uh, last year when, when all of it um, started coming together. That's that's awesome, man. I, I and I think I think that you know your your thought process on that is cool because you guys took uh, like you said when you when you thought about it, you're like you know there's other projects doing this because you know that like you know, Alpha Mutants and and a half dozen other projects we run you know like private raffles for our communities and stuff like that, right? And I mean and and we even go further to where we also we have an external communications channel where we offer it to some other communities, but that's like a super small scale. So I, I think, I think you took a, a good idea and, and kind of refined it and put it on a much larger scale, uh, which, which I find super, super interesting. And, and you're absolutely right. You know, it's, this space is so unforgiving for people that, that don't, um, that don't have education in, in traditional investing. Um, because, you know, I, the, the the whole focal point of, of most of the communities that I'm in and, and, and both the communities I've, I've, I've helped found are, are is, is around that entire fact. It's like, you know, 99.9% of the, of, of the NFT space right now is these speculators that have probably never invested in anything in their lives. And they're coming into this because it's cool. It's hip. It's a new technology. It, you know, it's fun. Um, but yeah, so many people get burned at the end of these bear markets. You know, I, I, I've been in crypto been aware of crypto since 2012 really got heavily into it and opened up my my investment firm in 20 uh, late 2016 or early 2017 so i mean I, i've been through many many bear markets so you know it, it's 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 almost crazy how the euphoria sets in for some of these things and people get get stuck holding bags right like uh even the people that follow me and i have a decent following and you know i was telling people in in november last year i i, I sold out all of my nft bags in november like even projects I love, uh, you know, I, I've, I've sold no, no offense to you guys, but I, I sold three citizens and two, two, uh, two outer citizens. I sold everything. I, everything I had cool cats. I got a cool cat hoodie on right now. I sold out all my cool cat. I mean, everything, um, because you know, you get to that level of euphoria and it's just, it's just like, you know, there's only downside to this, but the problem is that there's a, there's a big disconnect between, you know, people like myself that have been in the crypto space eight years, have been in, in investments over a decade. We've seen this with other products. We've seen this with, you know, with stocks and, and, and futures prices and, and uh, you know, then just regular crypto and ICOs and all these types of things. The average person comes in and they got in in, you know, 2021 or early 2022, and they just don't they just don't have any kind of understanding of this. And I think that that's awful because if you give people their first experience with this technology that is NFTs, a bad experience, then you've lost that that person for probably ever. Right. So I think that having options to where like what you guys are providing is a really good 
um, a really good kind of like go between as people are learning to be solid investors and investing in projects they believe in and these type of things. I think it's a really, really good option. Um, cause I would love to, I would love to, some of the people that, 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 I, that even in my community that have been, you know, stuck without liquidity, holding bags on things and be like, Hey man, I mean, have you tried out Naffles? They, they give this other option. So I think that's really cool. Um, and I, and I think there's, I think there's a big potential for what you guys are doing, you know, uh, it, it's interesting in the market that we're in. Um, well, let's, let's move on to the next question then, because this kind of goes into it. So we talked about how, how Naffles is, is helping to solve like the liquidity problems and they're bringing giving options to, to, uh, uh, collectors and users that, that normally would have those options as far as like, you know, listing and selling and, and, and getting, uh, getting a, a higher amount and not being like bound by floors. Um, but tell me, so what, what's the, with, with the, with the market we're in right now, obviously, obviously we know the volumes are down on everything. We got red candles every day. We got exchanges, you know, going insolvent. We've got investment firms going insolvent. I mean, everything's crashing and burning. It's been, we're, we're, we're out of goblin town and we're into like, like the ghetto of goblin town, right? Like we're getting, it's getting bad. So what, what is, what is NAFL's strategy uh, over the next, you know, 12, 18 months uh, that, that we're more than likely going to have the, the, this really choppy, um, you know, kind of like a lack of liquidity time frame in the crypto space? Like what is, what is your guys's plan over that time frame and what do you look to accomplish and and, and how do you how do you uh, uh plan on surviving this when there's so many projects and so many other protocols just collapsing all around us so i mean the first thing is i mean right now and we're hoping we're obviously getting towards you know pretty fair times for nft floor prices right now i mean a lot of that is because of constant undercutting people trying to exit and one of the things I wanted to bring up, it's, it's not only about the undercutting that is a bit of a problem, but the other thing I, the problem that I've seen is uh, what I'm calling the dead zone. You know, the, the mid rarity tier NFTs that you just can't move because you don't want to list them at the floor. They're not in the top 100, so they're not moving. So this is another opportunity to kind of highlight those NFTs and price them the way you want. Because when you're listing, you choose the number of tickets and the price that's uh, your ultimate price that you're targeting. And uh, so you can obviously disconnect from the floor price there a little bit. But in response to your question, right, so the idea behind Naples is trying to make it as inexpensive and as easy as possible and riding a few of the upcoming waves, in particular L2 waves. So, you know, as you may know, that uh, Naples is going to be operating on ZK Sync uh-huh. um, L2. Um, so, but it's also done seamlessly. So I'm sure many of your uh, listeners and, and, and viewers have gone through the process of looking for an airdrop from ZK Sync and gone through the test net and the bridging. Yep. So the users on Naples won't need to do that. You're not going to need to bridge ETH uh, manually over to, uh, to L2. It'll be all done in the background. So in addition to that, um, we're going to be expanding to uh, try and capture some foreign markets uh, as well. Now, that's going to come a little bit later on down the road through language support, because um, as you may know, there's a few markets right now where NFTs are not in a bear market, where they're actually booming. In particular, uh, Japan right now is one of those that's particularly interesting. And also, you know, you've seen what's been going on with Reddit. Um, that's yes. another area of, uh, so we need to try and capture these users and try to bring them in, in a fun, exciting way that's been gamified rather than just constantly recycling in this tiny crypto Twitter NFT space that we're, we're currently in. 
So it's about gamification, ease of access, and onboarding a much wider net than what we're currently trying to uh, try to use. And one of our um, core strategies as well is to uh, partner and collab with um, as many of the major projects um, in the space as well. Um, and yeah, the, the intent here is that you know, we're, we are bringing on um, communities that are experienced with NFTs and particularly the project holders, right? So, you know, as we onboard these project holders um, to to run their raffles, um, you know, like communities such as yourselves and and another other alpha groups and other um, you know major projects like um, Ape List and uh, Neo Tokyo and that that have high value NFTs. You know, as as they come on and they run their their raffles, they yeah, the benefit is they bring their communities and their associated uh, fans with them. Um, and, you know, while they're on our platform, uh, you know, accessing their, their own raffles, they then have access to the, all the other raffles that we've got on the platform as well. So, you know, that, that's, that's kind of the, the initial strategy um, from which we're going to be growing out from uh, knowing that, you know, people, from those communities already have exposure to NFTs, have that familiarity, uh, are, are probably fairly degenerate in, in their um, uh, you know, affiliations as well. So would, would be more accepting um, of, of platforms such as ours, particularly in the, the early days. Um, and then you know we, we start growing out from there uh, to, to start onboarding you know, those wider communities um, start targeting the you know the the gamblers, um, pe people who um, you know, in, in the crypto space because even even though crypto in general is is seeing a bit, bit of a downturn um, or a lot of a downturn, but um, it, the gambling space is still booming, right? Um, people are still gambling in in crypto. Uh, you know, just because the market's down doesn't mean players aren't still playing. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I, I like so I, I like that because I think I think that it it, it creates. I always think when, when I hear about a project and what their core, uh, you know, what their core function is and what they're trying to do. One of the things I like to do is is kind of like outside the box think and just you know kind of think of what what particular instances and problems does this does this particular platform. Um, you know, give me access to to kind of uh, 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 bypass or, or not have to worry about as much. And and I was thinking last night as I was looking through your guys' stuff that you know if you if you can can get anywhere near any type of you know halfway adoption with what you guys are doing, it presents a lot of of great options and 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 fixes several problems. So for example, one of the ones I was thinking about was when when you do mint new collections currently. And there is a time frame between mint and reveal. There's this big issue where it's like a, a, a mentor can – they can either be a full degen and want to flip everything or they can be somebody that's like, well, I got to mint three or four of these. I, I'd like to try to recoup some of my initial money. I'd like to keep some, whatever. But in those situations, those those, those investors and, and mentors, they're, they're, they're faced with a problem. The problem is that if they decide to sell – during, I mean, right after a, a mint, they have a higher chance of, of, you know, ROI. But 
they're also blowing away the chance to see if they get any, you know, types of, of really good rarities or anything like that. And you can't, I cannot tell you how many times you hear stories about people, you know, selling to, to try to break even. And then they sold like, you know, a top 1% rarity on a collection or something. And they, you know, they, they lost the potential for, for tons of profit. And I think it's interesting with you guys because it, it, it makes people, if they're, if they're utilizing your platform, it would make people a little more, comfortable holding until reveal seeing what they have because they they still have the option of of getting some recoup of their initial funds on platforms like like Naples, right so i think that's a really kind of a niche thing but i but it but it's, it's always nice to even even a smaller problem or a niche problem to find something that can potentially you know take care of that so i think it's really interesting and and i i mean i'm excited i'll tell you i'm i'm a contrarian in the space i don't uh if you talk to any of my team or anyone that's actively involved with me, they'll tell you that I don't, you know, I don't fall in love with basically anything. I'm here to make money and I'm here to be involved with projects that are building. Right. So I hold projects that are really, you know, builders in my, uh, my opinion, um, as a longer term investment, I, I don't hold projects because I like, you know, I fall in love with my PFP or a certain utility if it's not actually useful to me. But when I looked over your guys stuff, I was like, you know, I mean, fuck yes, I would mint that, right? I would, I would mint to get access to what you guys are doing because it has so much use case for everything else. Um, you know, it's 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 like, uh, it's like I, I know quite a few traders that the only NFTs they hold are things with like major major use case access like that, like you know, uh, Sensei or or a a, 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 a premit pass or you know these things that have massive utility and they pay for themselves and i kind of see your guys's uh you know project in that light that it is a it, it has it holds a massive utility you know barring that you guys get any type of adoption um and it's one of those things where you just buy it and you hold it and you never really think about selling it because it gives you this access right so i think that's i think that's a good place to be especially in a recovering market is to be the NFT collection that when people ask you, you know, what, what's the value of holding this? You know, your response just can't be, well, we got a great community or, you know, we have a cool PF, look at PFP, right? It's that, it's that people understand what the value is because you're providing a really unique uh, platform that solves a lot of problems. Right. Um, so I, th I think that's really cool. Um, if you guys want to respond to any of that, go ahead. I'm yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you nailed it. So I think the one thing we haven't made clear is that you, you Obviously, scaling is going to be the issue here, and that is going to take time. So we have a plan to engage broader markets than just crypto Twitter. But, um, you know, the other thing to think about here is that, yes, we've created this platform to help people profit and uh, list NFTs with a fully customizable raffle. But in the initial phases, uh, that ability is going to be limited to holders of one of our founders passes. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're absolutely right. So this NFT that we're selling, it's only going to be 300 uh, 300 NFTs, and you will require one of those to be able to create an Apple. Now, anyone's going to be able to come on and, and be what we're calling a player and participate in raffles and, and purchase tickets and still reap some other rewards and uh, enjoy the gamification aspects. But if you want to be one of the few that's actually able to list on the platform to move your NFTs, you will require uh, one of our uh, founders' keys initially. At some point, that will be opened up and uh, the benefits to holders will, will be changed a little bit. Uh, there still will be many benefits for them, but um, you're absolutely right. So in order to control scaling and quality of the NAFLs that are listed on the platform, you will need to be a holder of one of those founders keys. Yeah, so my, that, that brings me to my next question. So how do I get myself and my project's treasury whitelisted 
for these keys because I, I want them already. Like, I don't care if they're six months, eight months, 10 months down the road. I want on that list. So we'll have to talk about that in the back room. So you guys let me know, know what I got to do to get involved with that. Because I, I also see the use case for, for, you know, active treasuries, right? So for one of the projects I work with, we have really active treasury, right? Like we work with other projects. We help launch projects. So a lot of times we get like valuable NFTs donated to our treasury. We get, you know, these type of things going on. So we're holding dozens of NFTs. Uh, you know, and some of those we hold for the utilities or whatever, but some of them it'd be nice to liquidate, get more funds for the treasury, move forward and things like that. So I see like a, a huge use case, even for like project treasuries, uh, you know, for, for your guys's past. So it's, it, it's really interesting when you sit down and actually think of the multiple use cases of, of, you know, the potential of, of what you guys got going on. So it's very interesting. You got um, it. Cause, uh, treasuries and DAOs are absolutely ideal holders. Cause, uh, when we get going and the scaling is adequate, there should be a rinse and repeat procedure where you can purchase new NFTs and continue to list them, purchase some of the most desirable NFTs and, uh, continually, you know, uh, re repeat that process. Um, would you like me to discuss the application process or perhaps the, the benefits of holding one of these NFTs and the plan for those NFTs? Yes, 100%. Yeah, so I mean the NFT right now, the purpose behind this initial mint of only 300 of what we're calling, you know, the founder's keys, we're calling them, the name is omnipotent. The purpose behind it is to do a small capital raise to conduct third-party security audits because the one thing we set out here, we absolutely wanted a secure protocol for everybody. And uh, that required not only internal audits, but some fairly pricey third-party audits. So that's one of the main reasons that we're running this initial mint. But also, um, we wanted to have a healthy, reliable population of 300 that we could trust um, the users that are listing these NFTs. Uh, we will impl implementing quality control measures as well. But to have a trustworthy population that's using the program to help us scale up is important. We're also selecting people that can help facilitate growth. So we have had many, many applicant, applicants for uh, the, uh, the Founders Keys, and we're trying to leverage some of those individuals, or will be shortly, to expand our uh, exposure to their communities. So we have a number of founders, uh, a number of high-profile individuals on you know, social media. We've had many devs that have applied and have, are currently employing some of them. Uh, we've had some individuals with uh, legal experience that we're also utilizing so right now the people that we're looking for are those that can contribute to the project in a number of ways whether it's artists whether it's those who have you know treasuries that can list nfts uh, whether you're an impl influencer that would be interested in helping us broaden uh, our community base so there's there's plenty of opportunities to enter if you have a, a skill that you may be able to participate in some way in the launch of the product we kind of see this 300 as um, a 300 member extension of our uh, team, effectively. That that's fantastic, guys, and I, I mean, I think that's an awesome setup. I, I I really do. I've seen, you know, now in the space, yeah, and we see this because you know, Alpha Mutants is obviously a launch pad, so we're we're constantly, you know, launching. You know, so, so uh, it, it's, a, it's a variety, right? So, you know, we, we, we're talking to projects as, as uh, you know, as high end as like, you know, world brands and stuff like that coming in and we, we help them with some things. But then we talked to, you know, I was on a, on a call the other day with a 17 year old kid that was launching a project, right? So there, there are there are variations in those things. And, and I, may, I make that point to say that, you know, right now during this low liquidity time, you know, everyone doesn't have have the and even projects that do don't want to want to spend these massive amounts of money on bringing all these people in so i think what you guys are doing providing that kind of like 
to, to that kind of like equity and what in the project in, in return for some of these services. I think it's I think it's good business. Um, I think it's smart business. And, I, and you know, I, I, I've been in the traditional markets for, you know, well over a decade, 13, 14 years now. And uh, my, my mentor in the markets always told me that uh, that anything that you could you could uh, 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 gain from relationships uh, was, was, you know, money in the bank. Right. And I think that's what you guys are doing is providing that option um, to, to get in. So uh, that's 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 amazing. I love the strategy. Yeah, so these keys, all right, so we talked about exclusive access is what you're going to get, right? So you're gonna, if you have one of these keys, you're going to be able to participate in the platform. In addition to that, we're going to have an allocation in the future that will be something that will be described a little bit later. Can't really get into that right now too much. Uh, we have also have a plan to issue free raffle entries for the users that are NFT holders. When eventually the platform is scaled sufficiently to allow a greater number of people to list, those who still hold NFTs will have substantial platform fee discounts and uh, probably will have some uh, additional holder only raffles that will be provided as well. That's and right now, right now, the, the only way to, you know, to uh, participate is to either um, introduce yourself within the discord and come active and, and discuss, you know, the, the project and, and what you may be able to bring to it to help help the launch. And also, uh, we do have an application process as well. Uh, we're currently at two-thirds full out of the, so we selected 200 uh, out of our 300 available spots. Um, we've received somewhere uh, a couple thousand applications, and we're going through each of them by hand. So it does take a little bit, bit of time. But we are, you know, essentially are still still early. We haven't really started marketing this aside from um, providing applications to our collab partners and collab communities thus far. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, with with that size collection, I don't, I don't think marketing is going to be your. I mean, you guys could, you guys could have that whitelisted out ten thousand fold, you know, instantly. I think it's more like just, just that the platform itself, the use case that 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 you guys have to focus on that. So you're, you're giving me a little bit of FOMO, man. Like, and I don't have that often. I, I even passed up minting pre-mint passes because I just didn't see enough utility in them. But, um, yeah. So yeah, I, I actually just pulled up your application process. You guys be watching for for uh, Crypto Kenny because I'm, I'm going to fill that out as soon as. We get down. We get done with this this interview. So hopefully, I I can make the cut. But uh, um, so let, let's let's talk because we're we're getting down to about fifteen minutes left here, and I want to get a couple more of these of these uh, questions out. So I always like to ask founders, you know, not only because it's it, it's almost dangerous sometimes to be one sided, right? To be just looking at your own project. Sometimes you got to come up for air and kind of look at the overall space. So the I, I always ask this to each of the founders I get on here. So what currently excites you about the nft space and the technology technological development whether that be like a project or two that you're interested in or a new tech or something that you're interested in or, or just an all-encompassing uh you know um a meta that you see or that you see coming and then so i'd like to get that from each of you and i'd like to also know what you think outside of what you what we've discussed about what you guys are kind of attacking as a problem in the space do you see any other uh um problems inside the the nft space that that you feel uh, is another area that that, that needs uh, some development in i think that's always interesting to get the perspectives of other founders on those topics to hop in this one um so j just the first question that you're asking in terms of what excites me um i, I think it's just the whole nft space at the moment i mean that despite everything that's happened over the last you know, year particularly uh and i have NFT has been around for a while longer than that, but 
Um, it's still really, really early in NFTs. And, you know, we see this from, you know, all, all the, it's just, you know, so many new metas coming out all the time, you know, um, from where we were last year through to, you know, this or this whole free NFT meta and then, um and and who knows what what else is coming coming ahead right but just there's so much stuff going on that it's it is still a wild west um and that's where the opportunity is right and and that's where we see you know the, for the fact that something uh, you know now that we we look back at it you know it's something as simple as knuckles right um it's just nft wrappers um the fact that you know we're one of the first ones to to be doing this and to be doing it in, in such a way that it you know makes sense that it's fair that it's transparent in everything that we do you know what why hasn't this been done before and it's because we're so early in the space and that that's what i find is exciting um about particularly the nft space uh moment. fantastic so, so what what about uh another issue like like what do you what do you think that the biggest issue is in the nft space currently I think the roadmaps that we have all seen a thousand times now, which consist of Mint One, Second Mint, Marketplace, Merch, all done, right? It's just becoming a cycle that needs to change. And I think we're starting to see that happening as we're seeing many new market entrants. Yes, the existing market that we're seeing things floating around crypto twitter and open sea existing projects yeah they're cycling down but with what's going on in japan with what's just happened on reddit those are new communities that are just getting in and as we start to see more and more gaming projects showing finally showing some interest in nfts i think there is going to be a very different but very significant future for nfts and i'm glad that with maples it doesn't matter what type of nft it is whether it's a pfp or it's a package of 1000 gaming units of nfts whatever that's going to look like we can move those you know follow the market wherever it goes and okay so there's two things you said there that that i find uh super interesting so number one is that you know you you mentioned like there at the very end like packets of nfts so I, i'm i'm sitting here and and with you guys i'm, I'm like i'm like thinking like you know Obviously, NFTs uh, are, are what you guys are, you know, coming up individual NFTs to to go off. But there's so many other potential, like like uh, progressions of that. You know, like like you guys could really have developments over that concept for the next, you know, five ten years, right? Because you're looking at individual NFTs, uh, groups of NFTs that have that have utility use case together. Um, I mean, you could even go as far as as like like NFT project packages during a bear market that could all be like uh, uh, under the same raffle concept on that platform. I mean, it's just it, it it's massive to me. It, it has a it has a user base to the single in, NFT investor. It has it it has a potential for um you know people trying to uh, uh, become founders or, or or get certain assets to to get into certain projects. I mean, I, I just think it's. It's exciting. Like it's exciting. I, I wish my co-founder was on here because he never sees me excited about NFT projects. But uh, but uh, but I, you guys, what you guys are doing excites me. It really does. I think it's I think it's uh, it has huge upside potential. I, I think that it's a like most projects, it's, it's going to be a long haul getting there. But the other point that you made, which I think is very interesting, and it was the concept um, that I was most uh, 
what was most stoic on when, when we launched our project was that, you know, we needed to have a working product before we went to, you know, ask people for money, right? Because the meta in 2021, you know, or late 2020 and 2021 was, you know, we give you a list of promises, you give us a fuck ton of money, and then we might, you know, do those things or we might not right like that that was how nft started in, in the boom during the bear market and and i think that 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 has given uh some distaste to the entire the entire space right because that's not how anything works it's not reality and we should have known it wasn't reality last year you know because the the the, the reality of the situation is, is is an nft project is a business right whether it's a whether it's a a you know pfp project or a utility project or a protocol they're all businesses right on some scale or another some smaller than others some larger than others but but they weren't being run like businesses they were being run like uh like gofundmes right um, which, which we know in the traditional, you know, investing world is, is just a recipe for disaster. So I think that projects like you guys, cause you guys are actively developing, you know, now you're not, you know, overly worried about like, you know, the, 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 the timeframe you want to get the product together. You guys are doing the audits that you need to do and getting that stuff done. I think that's telling because if, if this was, you know, 18 months ago, uh, you know, you, you might've had a project similar to yours come out and be like, Hey guys, we don't have anything yet. But this is the cool idea that we have. Give us a bunch of money, and we'll make this idea happen. Um, but you guys are attacking it from a, a very ethical, you know, standpoint, and and you're 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 working on an actual usable project before you go out there and get tons of money. You guys aren't even asking for tons of money up front uh, with your first collection. You're just covering your your cost basis and everything. So it's things like that that make me want to invest. And, and I think it's what makes most of the smart investors want to invest because they see ethical practices inside of a space that has, that has, you know, for the largest part been labeled as kind of unethical because, you know, cash grabbing and stuff like that. And I think it's projects like what you guys are doing, like personally what we're doing at Alpha Mutants to, to, to kind of change the concept, the concept uh, of, of what an NFT project is, that it is a business run on web three. Um, and I think that needs to, to be the description. So, uh, you know, kudos to you guys. I can't give you enough uh, uh, props for that because it, it, there's a lot of people in a lot of different situations that would have played what you guys are doing much differently. So, yeah, I mean, I wish, you know, we were able to launch the product before Mint, but I mean, those security audits and then the gaming license that is, is planned need to be executed before uh, before we're comfortable having people engage with the platform, right? So I, I agree with you having a functional product and, and then asking people for uh, investment and interest. Uh, that's a that's the way forward for sure. 100%. So we're coming down to probably the last uh, five minutes or so, five, 10 minutes, guys. So so I, I wish I could sit and talk to you guys. Well, actually, I think we're in, we're, we're about uh, about uh, done with, with scheduling you guys for an AMA in our Discord, I believe, um, if my secretary has kept me up to date properly, which is going to be very interesting so we can get some specific questions and stuff out, which I, I think that'll be super fun. Um, but uh, but I, the last thing I wanted to – I always want to say is um, obviously anyone out there listening um, uh, or watching the YouTube or if you're listening on one of our other podcast platforms, there will be a description. Um, of this uh, of this podcast in that description i'm going to post uh links to uh to naples and what they're doing so those links are going to include um they're going to include their social media accounts uh they're going to include their application um their light paper uh website uh, their twitter discord all that stuff so 
uh, you know, the guys know I say this every single time that the one thing, the, the biggest thing you can do is to support a project. If you like the, the founders, if you like these guys, you think they've been transparent, they've been, uh, they're, they're doing this ethically and that they have a really great idea that's going to help, uh, the, the space grow. Uh, the, even if you don't have funds to put into, you know, a mint or, or anything of that nature, the, the best thing you can do is join their discord, uh, get on their social medias, retweet their stuff, get them out there, help them with some marketing. Um, and, and that, that itself is, is a super, super big help. And I know that all the, I mean, any founder out there would, would just, you know, echo that and, and say, uh, to, that, that that's, uh, the, something that you can do for absolutely free. So please do that. Um, that'll be in the description and, and closing out, I think I would like you guys to tell me, you know, individually from you, you know, what's the best way that, that, uh, someone can get involved if they want to, you know, uh, uh, get involved with NAFLS itself, um, uh, what's the best way that they can get involved with that, and then um, you know, any closing statements. If you guys have anything particularly that you want the viewers to know or direct them to, uh, please go ahead and do that. I'll give you guys a couple minutes apiece to do that, and then we'll, we'll close everything out. Sure. I just want to mention one thing too. You know, one thing that we didn't do today, which we probably could have, is it's hard to kind of visualize what this is going to look like. So I did want to mention that on the website, there is a little video that'll give you any idea of what the user interface is going to look like. You can you can see what creating a raffle would look like and what buying a ticket would, would look like. It's a very clean interface. So have a peek at that. In terms of getting involved, I mean, right now with such a limited number of spots that we are trying to fill, um, it's going to be we're really trying to identify those that uh, do have a strong conviction and those that are interested in engaging with the platform early and actually using it. So there's no grinding for whitelists. There, there's no nothing like that that uh, you're able to do. But if you are able to come in the Discord and say, hey, this is an interesting idea, I think that I would be uh, a user that would be uh, a benefit to the platform to engage with an alpha and beta phase and why and, and uh and what you could help to propel the project, then we would be happy to entertain that uh, application or just discuss with you in Discord and, and go from there. Fantastic. Well, let, let's let's do this here too. So since we're here, let's go ahead and share this video since we're here because it's a, it's a short video. I'll let everybody see it. Uh, we'll take them some of the time. If you guys happen to look it up, but because uh, I actually watched it this morning, I think it's real informational. So let's let's go ahead and play that for the viewers real quick before we before we get done here. normally sound with this So anyone's got the, any skills in you know UI UX anything like that as we proceed into alpha and beta phase, that's always useful. Um, individuals who are engaged with foreign NFT markets, those are going to be a huge asset. Those that are able to um, have some connections to Reddit, TikTok spaces, uh, anyone in, in those areas, uh, you know, that can help us um, capture that new user base that we're looking for, uh, would be a huge help and uh, happy to have them on board. Yeah. 
Fantastic, fantastic. And 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 I will make one more thing before before Jay has his closing statements here. I think that uh, I, I like your user interface. I, I'm I'm a big proponent of keep it simple and clean and just you know user friendly. And it looks like that's where you guys are headed. Obviously, it's not the final product, but uh, but it, it looks it looks great. It looks it looks fantastic. So so kudos to you guys. So Jay Jay, you can go ahead and throw out your uh, your closing statements here, and we'll wrap everything up. Sure, man. Um, yeah, look, I, I think both you and Seth uh, nailed it um, in terms of how people can get involved. Um, you know, it's just, you know, trying to be part of the community, if they can help us market, if they can, um, you know, as I said, it, it's not about grinding, but it's just about uh, trying, trying to help us out, um, showing how you can bring some value to, to our community, um, you know, show that you're going to use the NFTs, um, and and you know uh, show that conviction that uh, if if you are going to be a holder, then um, you're going to use the platform, um, and and you can see the the opportunities and the vision that um, that we see. You know, um, we we've got a bit of a, a strap line, which is um, where there's a raffle, there's a naffle, um, and and that's where we. Uh, it, that's kind of the, the core of what we're going to do, you know, and, and our expansion revolves around that. Um, anything theoretically to do with a digital asset um, and a raffle, uh, Naffles is going to be in that space. Fantastic. Fantastic, guys. Well, uh, in closing out, thank you guys so much for being on. Um, I appreciate you guys taking the time. I know founders and, and, and team members, uh, you know, in this building time in the space, it's, it's sometimes hard to get the time to do it. So I, I, I appreciate you guys giving a, an hour of your time away today to be on the podcast, to get information out to our listeners and users. Really looking forward to having you guys uh, on an AMA in our Discord, um, whoever the team that's going to attend that. Um, in closing, guys, once again, remind you, if you haven't liked and subscribed, please do so. Uh, follow all of the links below, um, even if you can't get uh, involved yet. Uh, with Naffles, obviously, it's a good idea to get into their Discord um, because you're going to be able to get uh, tickets for these these higher end NFTs. Uh, you want to want to take advantage of that. Know when when the when that's going to launch and the updates and everything. So jump in and do that. Um, and so uh, appreciate the time, guys. We will be back again next week. Uh, and then until then, I'm Crypto Kenny. This is Web Three Weekly. Let's go make that crypto money. Build that crypto universe. Later on, guys. Thanks, Kenny. Thank you.